0: Heading back north on the one after a shoot down in Carmel and Big Sur, I met uh, Jillian and Tanisha for a shoot with some, some items from Synergy Organic Clothing, and it was a lot of fun. Even though we're in the midst of these wild times, we had to reschedule our shoot a couple of times because of the fires. There've been major fires raging through the region and making the smoky air inhospitable to human life. It's been depressing and rough and you know apocalyptic. I think everybody's in shock about it a little bit and we're all trying to figure out, you know, it's sort of like after you fall kind of hard, you're not sure whether you're hurt or not. There's that one moment where you kind of got to check yourself. I feel like in this region, that's where we're at right now. It's collectively is checking ourselves for damage and, you know, thankfully. There hasn't been a great loss of life, so even though in the Santa Cruz Mountains, over a thousand structures burned, which is, you know, I mean, the loss of life is not just about human life. When people lose their homes, they lose connection to memory, they lose a lot as well. So there's life lost there too. I don't want to minimize what people are going through who have lost their homes and everything that they own. That is a traumatic experience. We're in the midst of being told what to do, how to do it, having to school our kids from home online, having them on screens all day involuntary. We have no choice in the matter. What is going on? This is a bizarre time to be alive in and understandably we're a little bit befuddled. There's a a few questions we might have. But we're resilient people who have been through a lot in our lives and we're going to recover and move on and do great things and have good times again and part of what that means for me is making art in whatever form fashion shape or style I can find the time and energy and collaborators to get together with that is what I want to do today was a great shoot two amazing powerful wonderful women and and her husband Robert came out from Soledad and it was windy and it was cold and that was difficult that was challenging but we got some very dramatic exciting powerful images to use in our social media and just to have as a memory of this time as a marker of our friendship, and I think that's super cool, makes me want to do more, makes me want to get better at communicating with people on a daily basis about what they're going through, I tend to just try to get through it, I deal with pain by blocking everything out. And while that may be somewhat effective of a strategy, I don't think it's in my best interest in the long run, because it's not helping me to build relationships. And that's what it's all about in the end, my friends, is building relationships. As an artist, that is of the utmost necessity, and that's why I have this, this conundrum, this paradox, this thing I can't quite figure out, and maybe I never will, and maybe that's just part of the riddle of who I am, that is part of the work that I'm doing, whether or not it's good, or whether or not you like it, it is what it is, and it is an attempt to try and Understand how to balance the things in my life that matter to me and to do them the best that I can. But so, the kind of work that I do involves these somewhat intimate experiences with strangers who become friends. But the friendship is based around the work. And I'm just not that social of a person, part of being an artist for me is always trying to just keep up with the work and I think that that needs to be put into balance, that needs to be put into check because relationships matter not just as a means to an end in making art with people, but just for their own sake, for the sake of knowing what's going on with folks and that's something I want to get better at But that's a self-recognition, and I am going to work on it. So I'm also continually listening to podcasts and studying the form and understanding what I need to do to make it better so that you will have a more fun experience. And a big part of that, I think, is just relaxing and having a good time with it. When I have been recording some of these podcasts and trying to listen back and seeing whether or not they're usable and then coming up with the idea that, no, indeed, they are not usable, I think it's because I was just pressing too hard on trying to get good content out and not just being there, being a voice, being someone who has confidence and courage during this strange time. I think that's what I like in the podcast that I listen to, is just a sense of positivity and joy and courage and taking comfort during a scary, weird time. So, it was fun to see friends, to see Robert, with whom I just have a genuine vibe, you know, and he's just a super chill guy, and uh, Tanisha, his fiery spirited, emotional, powerful, strong wife she and I have a great connection too you know, she's a basketball player, need I say more that is a language that I speak, a religion that I belong to, so we, we have to be friends, you know, if you love basketball, it's like if you love skateboarding, you're just going to vibe, there's going to be something you can do and that goes a long way. So chatting with her, figuring out, you know, what her temperament is as a basketball player helps me to get into who she is as a person. And I feel like we can do that in so many different ways. These different cultural things that we do are their own kind of language and through them we can understand a person's character. Now, Jillian is a fitness instructor, influencer, model, business owner, queen, just a powerful goddess of our earth, you know, and so when the two of them get together, it is something fierce and ferocious and wonderful to be a part of. It's just fun to be around. (laughs) You know, and uh, I don't know what to tell you except it's an honor to get to work with people who have cultivated this life energy and figured out things that work for them, you know, and figured out how to how to maintain but also how, how to thrive and prosper despite adversity. And that's a good energy to be around. And I feel like that's part of what podcasting is and should be, is just people who have that kind of confidence that we've been through this kind of stuff before, and nothing like this specifically but we've been through very, very, very challenging times and we come out we fix what we can and we live with the stories and we make light of the pain and we find humor in it and we're able to continue moving forward you know, I think that a sense of humor goes hand in hand with the kind of confidence in life and a, a sort of appreciation for the human experience and all of what it entails, from the, the misery and the suffering of not knowing and waiting and wondering, you know, is this my fate, is this the time When does it end? How does it end? Will there be justice? Will we make changes? All of these existential questions fill our minds from time to time. But during a window of time like this, there's. You gotta have strategies for how to get out of that sort of existential dread. For me, creativity has always been answer, the thing that fills the void, the thing that gives me meaning and purpose, because <clears throat> it's what I've always done and lately I've been thinking about color and dreaming about color, and <clears throat> wanting to experiment with color, but it's a scary Scary one for me to be honest because I feel like it is connected to my sense of unprocessed emotion. I feel like when I am wanting to work with color and I'm also wanting to listen to certain kinds of music. There is a thing that I'm trying to get off my chest. There's a feeling that I I feel like if I allow it space to be, it will leave. But lately I've been wondering whether or not that's true or if we use that painful feeling as a kind of narcotic as a kind of drug and i wonder whether or not it has a good effect on us you know i wonder are are we achieving catharsis or are we just stoking the fires of a negative emotion and i don't know what the answer is but i am starting to think more and more that we, we need art that transforms our energy and creates good energy. You know, I think that's back to this whole idea of what creates a good podcast. You know, what is it that you need from a podcast to stay listening? You need it to be doing something to your energy you know, whether or not it's it's just keeping you company. You're on a long car ride. You want somebody there who's talking to you, who understands what it's like to be alone, what it's like to have a, a string of time in front of you where you got nothing but thoughts. And, you know, a podcast can give you some sort of solace, some sort of company during that time. Maybe you're trying to work on something and you want to think about people who are productive. You want to be motivated. You want to be around the kind of energy that is saying, hey, we got this, we can do this. Get up early, figure out a plan, we will make it happen. There's all kinds of naysayers and people who want to do other things and don't want to accept the responsibility for trying to do this thing, but there are some people out there who are dedicated to their path and are unwilling to waver from it You can listen to those folks. They've got confidence. Or you can listen to comics who revel in being smarter than everyone else and sort of have a grim nihilistic satisfaction at the stupidity of the world. You know what I mean? There's so many different energies you can gravitate towards. And... I don't know anymore if I think that emotion is valuable in and of itself or if it needs to be used as a tool in a way. In other words, what makes some people who are into you know, darker music to goth music to metal to hip hop, to you know, things that have violence and death associated with them. What makes some people who go into that have it be like a healthy release? And what makes some people go into that and then it becomes part of their identity and, and it changes their behavior and it leads them further down a path of violence and negativity that's my general overall question and I don't know except that in my own life I feel attracted to that darker art sometimes and I have and I feel that there is a value there in terms of the expression of the human experience but I have also have come to the conclusion that you know just because the music you like is dark and complicated and mysterious doesn't make it better than something that is light and poppy and uplifting, you know, I think it, it ultimately it comes down to what are you trying to do, that's the energy transformation selection that you want to do, Right? and you know what you need in your life. Do you need more energy? Do you need more motivation? Do you need more enthusiasm? Or do you need more depth? Do you need more thoughtfulness? Do you need more poetry and simile and wordplay and difficulty? Do you need more stimulation? Do you need more subtlety? What is it that you need to balance out your life? I think I feel like that's part of what is the biggest challenge of this time right now, where we are both super connected and totally disconnected. I feel like nobody knows what we all need. And what we need is to be asking that question. What do we need? You know what are the problems? How can we fix them? What do we get to? What do we do to organize ourselves in a way that allows us to get together? In a sustainable way where we're not just depleting ourselves further and making the situation worse. How do we make money from this situation so that we can have a good experience? Because money being necessary, we have to think about that too, and that's part of valuing and loving ourselves, is figuring out how to get compensated correctly. And being professional, being a pleasure to work with. That's what we need to do. So that is what I am thinking about these days is how to bring the podcast the kind of energy that I want in my life. You know, a positive energy but a realistic energy. Maybe an angry energy at times when it's a motivating energy. What I don't want to bring is an anxious energy. And so when I feel that way, I think that I will choose to do something else because there's too much fear in the world today. And we all ultimately are going to have to face our final hours, but that may not be anytime soon. It may be a long ways off. And so we... We really just need to learn how to live. We need to get the courage to get up early. The courage to do something hard. The courage to push ourselves beyond where we've gone before. And when we are full of that courage and that motivation, things will get a lot easier. We'll figure out, in this game of inches, we'll start taking some chances that will lead us to spaces that are more victorious than the ones we've been in before and that progressive feeling will enhance our motivation giving us more courage to get up early and do the hard things we have to do in order to be good and to face the world and to conquer our problems this is what we need right now my friends we need that kind of energy and so that's what I'm looking for in music that's what I'm looking for in life I'm looking for people who are ready to throw the ball back people who are snappy with their humor people who can put their problems aside to work on something together that's the kind of energy I'm looking for and that's the kind of energy I find with people like and Tanisha and what a wonderful collaboration I can't wait for you to see some of the shots that we got till next time Jake J. Thomas here and you know I'm just going to keep it going maybe I'll think of some more stuff I know that I have an infinite amount of more stuff that I am thinking about and would like to talk to you about you know okay other energies that I'm attracted to are smart energies people who see patterns and recognize value and come up with plans and have good strategies you know these are the types of people that I want to align myself with too people who are good with business who understand how it works You know, who get social media, who do things that are attractive to the way you want to live your life. You know, lifestyle traits and habits that are amenable to the way you want to spend your time. We've got some amazing people on this planet and we all can get better. That's the other thing too, is the mentality of progressive capacity, the aptitude to improve, our ability to change course, our ability to make decisions, to put vices behind us, to tighten up our routine, to eat better foods, all of these things be employed at any time. You can always make the decision to start being more productive, to start doing any of the multitude of things that you know will help to make your life feel better, whether that's cleaning, exercising, reading, meditating calling somebody, listening to music, any of the therapeutic things that you do, figuring out how and when to get that going is key. And that's the kind of energy that I want to bring to you. I want to be someone who reminds you to think about your hydration and you know, to un- uncover what it is that you're doing when you're doing a good job. You know, why is it... Sometimes maybe there's one little thing. Like, for me, one of the things I've noticed about my own hydration schedule is that when I do all the dishes and there's not a single dish in the sink, I drink more water. Why is that? I don't know, except that I know that the water jar is clean the sink doesn't look dirty it makes, when it's clean it just makes me want to drink water more I don't understand why it is but having that space clean first is super key to all the rest of the riddle of making the right choices you know, and making the wrong choices also has some sort of physical pattern to it you know, when you think about, okay, what is it, where do I go, what do I do when I am making the choices that lead me into a space that brings my, my less desirable qualities into being, you know, what is that? For me, I would say it is, I don't like to get lazy, I don't like to get sloppy, I don't like it when I am messy disorganized and I feel like I have done that in the past under this idea of creativity that I cared too much about the artwork that I was working on to worry about the dishes or you know laundry or anything else and there's still some truth to that and I am still obsessed with the making of the art so those things go less cared for than maybe they should but what I've found is that balance and taking care of all of those things leads to a, a higher functioning system altogether. And maybe that's partly uh, an effect of age, because when I was younger, I, maybe I, I felt like I could get away with more stuff by just naturally recovering from the bad decisions I would make. Whereas now, if I make some bad decisions about food uh, alcohol anything I am really going to pay the consequences you know And so it's about managing your energy and in order to manage your energy you need to know your habits and your patterns and figure out what your responsibilities are so that you can make those little changes that make a big difference you know and so like I like to write in the morning. Writing and exercise are the two main forms of therapy that help to keep me sane and emotionally positive and you know, ready and willing to do the things I've got to do. You know, showing up with a positive attitude and just good energy. Think about when your energy has been the worst. What does bad energy feel like to you? you know for me i mentioned one of one of the bad energies that i don't like and i would like to avoid and as part of you know what you need to think about in order to create the life you really want to live is how do i get rid of the bad energy the energy that i don't like that people don't like in me that i don't like to experience myself and so for me i would say laziness or laziness or lethargy is one end of the spectrum. The other end is anger, rage. Those are the two types of energy that I do not like and I want to avoid. And, you know, I think that if they they go together in a way too because anger has a way of burning you out, of making you betray yourself in some ways which then leads you to a feeling of depression because you acted out of anger and you regret it you know I don't do that very much anymore as a pattern that I felt when I was younger in certain relationships or certain situations where I wasn't self aware enough to realize and I also wasn't being accountable enough to realize that if you're getting triggered you got to do something else and anytime that you lose control of how you respond to a situation there, there's a huge lesson there and you need to make adjustments so now I do that and I don't get into a place of anger very often but that is one of my least favorite feelings in the world You know, I think that part of what is so painful about that feeling is its isolation and the fact that you feel both angry towards someone else and upset and frustrated because you have to live with the anger and you have to figure out what to do with it. So for me, writing and exercise helped me to process any of those slight irritations that could lead to resentment, but once you are in a pattern of resentment where you're being triggered into anger on a continual basis, you're in trouble, you know, and I think we all have different energetic issues that we struggle with, right, some people are overly aggressive, some people are off the wall, you know doing too much some people are depressed and i think for each energy type there is a, a set of cultural choices that you can make to balance yourself out i think that's what we really have to do is we've got to figure out how to balance out our brain you know how to give our brain what it needs in order to function at its best levels so I, I also truly believe that that's one of the reasons why Santa Cruz is so hard to create art in because it's such a beautiful place and there's so many other things to do and that's why we have surfing, skateboarding and music we have visual arts too but I feel like there's something lacking, and I feel like there's something about the place itself that is not ultimately conducive to making art. And, you know, I want to prove myself wrong about that, and I try to do so every day. But lately, i felt a little bit lackluster in my efforts to put out the work that I'm making. And it's it's partly because... Of the experiences of the people around me You know, having the mountains burn up Thousands of homes Reduced to nothing That's kind of a heavy time To be putting out anything So it's been, you know We've been dealing with Riots and racial injustices And that also makes it hard to put out art Because you feel like You know, what am I doing help, but part of what we need is we need healthy, sane people, and making art is part of what makes me healthy and sane, so I really just need to do that thing, and not let the context define when I do it, or why I do it, or how I do it, but this is the challenge of being an artist, of being a human... In this time and trying to figure out where that line is between the personal and the public. You know, what do you what do you want to share and why? How how much of yourself are you willing to put out there? And what is the purpose? You know, sometimes sharing your own problems can be very, very, very valuable to other people who might. Be going through a similar set of problems, you know, that might really help you to feel heard or understood or not alone in you know having some depression that is leading you to not do the things you need to do, like cleaning your kitchen or whatever the case may be. You know, and but figuring out what choices you can make counterbalance the effects that this time is having on you you know so while everyone is is being torn in different directions it's hard to tell exactly what to create but I think what it comes down to is you have to just create what it is that fulfills you and then you will attract people who also desire that kind of energy so I think in the end you know as much strategizing as you want to do about it that's just part of the effect of the whole thing you know that's the kind of energy that people who want to be strategic are going to want to be around so that in itself is the kind of energy that you're creating but whether or not it's going to lead you to figure out the right kind of energy Or if it just is the right kind of energy, that's a different question. And I don't know if you can analyze the situation and come up with an answer. But the whole process of trying to analyze the situation might be just what somebody needs. They might need the company, the comfort of listening to somebody else trying to figure out how to find happiness or purpose or meaning or health during these very strange times. As we rapidly approach fall and head towards winter with an election on the horizon, one of the questions that I have is how do we create a more civil tone for the conversations we're having around the country? You know, and partly it's that we're not even speaking to people who oppose us that's just really not even possible in these times but how do we engage in public discourse without anger without frustration without feeding into feeling bad can we do this in a way that feels good and that builds long-term coalitions of sustainable movements? That's the question. And I feel like it has to be done. Silence isn't the answer, but having some sort of standard of what our tone is going to be is very, very important. We need to set... A register that feels like it's not going to get out of control and lead to that kind of alienating violence that is an expression of the anger that ultimately is our responsibility. You know, and whether or not it's possible is another question, but it is our responsibility. Nobody else is going to be able to do that for us. So, it, you know and that that's one of the challenges of this time where there's never been more evidence to suggest that there are problems with the system the way our society is structured has some serious major flaws we've got problems with our culture but we also have tools and we have people who are extremely intelligent and that's the paradox of our times, is that we have everything we need to do it right. We just need to figure out how to say things in a way that encourages the right kind of action and creates the right kind of energy. You know, and so it's one thing to criticize the current politics and to say, we're not happy with how it's going and we're upset with our choices but let's also say hey this is what we need to do this is what we want to do we want to build businesses here at home we want to have places to work where we are supporting brands whose culture we we agree with you know there's a whole series of things that we could say we want we want legal cannabis we want nonviolent drug offenders released from prison we want there to be paths from prison into productive parts of society we want to overhaul our agricultural system so that it's more fair we want more organic food we want to offset any sort of carbon footprint that we're leaving we want to plant more trees, we want to have more humane porn, we want to legalize sex work we want to have experiences with mushrooms that are safe and mind opening and we want to be able to share that with other people, you know there's so many things that we could focus on that we want and that's where the real power is, <clears throat> is in being the leader by articulating what can be done and, you know, getting started on doing it, and I feel like <clears throat> that's a scary thing because that's not really the tone of the times that we're living in where you get on Twitter and you have to be sarcastic and but I feel like people also do want some sort of wholesome content, too. You know, there, there's that kind of dichotomy at work. People are vacillating between the, the self-defense... the self-defensive posture of nihilistic sarcasm or the vulnerable but honorable stance of wanting... To improve the situation, despite however bad it may seem, I think that those are the, those are the primary energies that we're faced with: either defeatism or progressivism. We're either going to make things better through hard work and through communication and cooperation, or we're going to be bigger than <clears throat> the attempt to make change and we're going to just accept the devolution of our culture into the rubble of a historical unraveling of an empire. So either way, we're here and we are part of that transformation our efforts are key to how it's going to go down. And so our energy matters. What we do matters and every day the little choices we make add up to big consequential things. So This is just me saying, "Hey, happy Thursday, Friday, whatever day it is when you hear this. I hope that you're doing okay." Give yourself a break, but also get yourself going on a path that you're going to feel good about sooner than later, because the farther we go in the wrong direction, the longer it's going to take to get back. So just try to figure out, you know, maybe one little thing to balance your energy in a different direction. Give it a shot. See how it goes. Let me know what you're thinking, my people, my friends. And I hope that we get a nice little run of weather and some relief and that people who are exhausted from everything we go through get a little break. All right, Till next time, this is Jake J. Thomas, Jake J. Thomas Photo, another episode of Dialogic Podcast.